I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Love is blind. I guess. And we back. Yes. And we back. You know it. Hey. 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 <laughs> little, little freestyle for I all of you joining us. I appreciate that, yeah. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that this show completely... Blew our expectations. It did. It did. So many different ways. And the reunion delivered just as much. I wonder why they waited so long to drop it, but it makes sense now. Having the show come out, still hot in, in people's minds, and boom, here's the reunion. Boom, here we go. And that's the reason why we're here. Welcome if you're tuning into our after show for the first time. This is your Love is Blind after show here on AfterBuzz TV. Um, I'm your host, Christine Alexis. I've been with you guys all season long. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't been alone. I have one of the best in the biz here with me. This me? Flova Boy. <laughs> yeah, I think so much for inviting me on this journey, the show, the 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 love journey of all these other couples. I want to say this. I've learned so much, good and bad, about reality shows, about love, about what people want themselves. I'm so glad to be part of the after show. I'm glad you're here too. I know this isn't wasn't really in your wheelhouse, but yeah. I think you brought so much to our discussion and now we made you a fan of trash reality TV. For sure. I yeah. mean, I come from wrestling where things need to be settled with a chair shot, but now we have to talk things out and see how people are feeling. We talk it out, we get drunk, we spill things behind each other's backs. <laughs> yes. We have you know, alcohol-driven fights by the pool. We have it all. We got everything and more this season. Um, Blame Michael Thielen for saying coming on. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and we're missing, obviously, Michael Thielen if you've watched our show. He's not here with us today, but love you, Mike. We'll try and hold it down for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had the reunion, like you said. We had a little bit of time, a little gap between seeing the explosive finale, which we covered. If you haven't checked that out, it's right here on this channel, so make sure you do. Um so yeah, overall thoughts on this reunion. Did it feel satisfying to you? Did we? Did they get into everything you were wondering after the cameras went off? So when I heard there was a reunion, I thought it'd be like a bonus episode. It would be like a narrative oh. thing going to see how the couples are interacting. But So it was kind of a surprise. And maybe at first I was kind of disappointed having everyone in the room and having, oh, the Lachey's are finally there. Cool. But it was really interesting because you had everyone in the same room, awkward moments aside, to see where is everyone standing. So I thought it was a lot more effective to see yeah, how they work together. that's how reunion shows usually go. That's what they are. But I was expecting a lot more because the whole last one was Dramatic, yeah, so maybe I am just a newbie. But uh, it was kind of cool to see everyone in the same box and even some of the storylines that we thought were ended there got some revisitation, so it was pretty cool. Definitely, that's a great segue because that's really how the episode started. Kind of just checking the temperature with everybody and the relationships, seeing who's still together and who is not. Just to quickly recap before we get into this, obviously if you watch the show, you know that in episode 10, Barnett and Amber got married, Lauren and Cameron got married, Jeanina and Damien did not get married, neither did Mark and Jessica, Kelly and Kenny, and obviously Diamond and Carlton never made it that far. Right. Um, did I forget anyone? Nope. nope. We got everybody. So, of course, yeah. we we get an, a surprise appearance from Nick Lachey yeah, and surprise. Vanessa. <laughs> I say surprise yeah. because we saw them for all of five seconds this entire I, season. That's true. They kind of came and went like, like the wind. Oh. Yeah. But I guess it made sense to have them come in and moderate this part because... I mean, they could have thrown, like, Andy Cohen or someone in there. He does a lot of the yeah, reunion yeah, shows, yeah. but we kept it in the Love is Blind family. And one of the first few questions is checking in on who is still married and who's still together. Yeah. And no surprise, Lauren and Cameron are still together. The whole world is obsessed with Lauren and Cameron. Lauren and Cameron this. I'm getting tagged in so many memes, a couple goals, relationship goals. I am happy for them, but geez. 
That is a lot. Oh, I sense a lot it. of love. Salt in this. <laughs> I know. I, I pulled the chat. I totally pulled the chat right now. Okay. Oh God. Well, Lauren and Cameron still together. I stand this couple. Everyone I, else says I, I couple. stand. Thank I you, Christine. This, you know, this this married couple, as well as Amber and Barnett, who Amber is sporting a nice, refreshed blonde look. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to get married, man. I, did that strike me as a guy that will wear black and white jackets the way he did? But hey, he's doing it now. Props to him. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Exactly. Barnett's looking good, too. Got to give him some credit, as well as Cameron and Lauren. Um, but now we we need to check in with the other couples. Yep. Turns out uh, Kenny is in a relationship. Yes. Whew. That caught me off guard. Did it? How did you take that? Uh, uh, Kenny is a good-looking man. And he's a good-looking man. He's very level-headed. And he had his opportunity at, at the altar to really bury Kelly, but he did not. He just said, hey, it doesn't happen. It's a weird situation. It was awkward. I had so much respect for the guy. And you saw him today looking fresh. You can smell the nice water from his body off the camera. He took a nice, nice shower beforehand saying, I'm at this pace of my life. I have someone else. I didn't really need you, Kelly. And I was like, you go, Kenny, because you're a good dude. You deserve the best. And she's sitting there all like, man, what about me? I'm still single. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what happens when you burn mans like Kenny out there. Ooh. Yeah. Just read that whole situation. Honestly, I'm sure we talked about this a lot off air, how satisfying that moment is. Absolutely. When you see an ex and... You know, you got the short end of the stick when the relationship ended, but now you're on top. Like, I felt vindicated for him. True. How many times have we said, maybe if you're crying or tearing up or even upset how you were so stupid, quote unquote, for being with someone who didn't really respect you or your time, and to be able to be in the same room with them and say, yeah, I leveled up. How you doing? Mm. Great. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) And they were sitting right next to each other, too, so there was no kind of getting around whatever Tension may or may not have been there. Gotta be honest with you, though, I was confused, even in, in the season, why Kelly walked away. She became like the inadvertent villain. It was like, wait, this guy hits all the boxes and you're still saying no because hand and heart, head and heart. I didn't yeah. really buy it. We're going to get into that a little more later when the couples do open up about why they chose to say I do or I don't. Yeah. Um, but as we said, Kelly right now is still single. She briefly uh touched on you know she said she got into a a brief relationship after the show i think she mentioned that it was with a friend who was actually at the wedding that day yikes um but you know things didn't pan out they ended up breaking up and she's currently single so i hope she finds someone though i know i sound pretty aggressive but i hope she does find someone that because everyone deserves love i just man kenny you man i'm just kenny (laughs) i mean you're not wrong um, Diamond and Carlton are also both still single at the moment, not yeah. dating anyone, from what I recall. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, and of course, Janina and Damien, who are they dating. Well, it was blind, man. Well, I can't believe you applauded that. Why not? Why not? Because, look, they always say the, 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 the art of finding someone for you is to find someone that matches your level of crazy. They deserve each other. They are on point together. You Why know? not? You know, you're not wrong. A big hug for Globo for all you guys out there. But I almost felt like when their love story ended, I was like, I saw it less that way and more of like, okay, let's get this ticking time bomb away from each other before they blow up. Right. But I guess your theory kind of holds true in this situation. I, I'm sorry. If you want to run away dramatically like in an old telenovela, I didn't believe that was going to be the end of it. I'm glad to find <laughs> each other. I really am. <laughs> you know what? Let's just dive right into Dean, uh, Damien and Jeannie since we're checking in with all these couples and seeing like what their thought process was during the pods. I mean, mm-hmm. we we all saw their relationship play out, but to hear from them now, of course, that's what this reunion show is about. Um, I was kind of surprised to hear Damien say that um, 
actually, no, I was surprised to hear Gigi say that she um, that she self-sabotages because I truly didn't think Homegirl had that kind of self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a storyline they've said many times. And uh, it's difficult to tell people in a room what your flaws are, but it, it's evident many times that Damien could have been a kind of guy that went on about his way if he felt any kind of threat, but he was around. So there really sometimes when they decided not to go into the whole matrimony thing, you're like, whoa, man, did Gigi ruin this again for herself? But Damien has his own set of problems. But the, but the idea to say, hey, look, I have this issue and I'm willing to say it's his growth, maturity and all that stuff. Yeah, I especially like the fact that she verbally called out a lot of the things that, you know, she regretted, like, you know, verbally tearing down Damien with very insensitive remarks when Mm -hmm. they were figuring out their physical connection. Um, And I could tell from the look on his face, he appreciated her, like really saying those things out loud. Um, Damien himself said that he didn't regret saying no at the altar because their love story kind of worked out in the end anyway. Yeah, I mean, we'll touch upon this later on, but the the whole I do thing really is, and when I do officiate weddings, it really is an act of submission to each other and under the guise of the state. So if you're saying I do, and you deep down feel like you're being taken advantage of or you're not being respected, it feels like the worst feeling in the world. So I can imagine if he says a hard decision he has to make because everyone's in front of him. To, to make that whole dramatic thing of saying I can't but yeah I respect him for saying it yeah honestly I do as well because hearing him t- say it in his own words and understanding his thought process I mean he, he touched on it in the episode but again just it, it almost would become like indentured servitude to say yes in that situation knowing that your needs weren't met it wasn't a healthy situation by any means with yeah. the way that they were going um, and it sounds like they both agreed in the end that they just needed more time off camera to to build the connection that is worthy of marriage. Because where they were at before was a whole hot mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a difference between cold feet and being like, am I going into a bad decision? Yeah, I wish um, she would have given us an explanation as to why the hell she ripped off a piece of her dress and put it on his wrist. I, I also want to know why is it replayed? Like, I thought it was like a mistake <laughs> the first time. <laughs> it's like, let's show it again. You know? Very strange, it those was. two. I know I gave her a lot of heat on our after show. Yeah, you did. I sure did, and I'll own up to it. I still feel like she's ultra dramatic and just sometimes comes across not genuine to me. I don't know. Maybe she's just a little more dramatic for my taste, but the emotion was clearly there in this episode. So such a Gigi hater, yo. I mean, I mean, sometimes it's justified. I just, I tease you. I pick on you for sure. I just like, it's actually you're like, Oh, here comes Gigi. Okay. What you got this week? You're crying. Okay. I was like, dang, Christine Bean. Well, it's because, okay. And we'll get into diamond and Carlson after this, but you know, Diamond said something this episode that I really resonated with. Sometimes it's like certain things are said that hits a certain level of disrespect. True. That you just can't move on from it. And I think I put myself in Damien's shoes a lot um, throughout the process. Not saying he's not without fault because he did did say a lot of things as I watched it back that I felt like was like almost like gaslighting her in a way of just like I, I don't know he wasn't exactly yeah, he overgeneralizes the best. His, instead of saying this is what offends me it's called you always do this yes. which is dangerous you don't want to do that at all to your significant other you said it perfectly I think honestly having some conversations with some of my male friends uh-huh. after watching the show they actually pointed that out to me and I was right. like wow that's really true he did make a lot of generalizations that probably made it hard for them to see eye to eye even more yeah. because you need specifics 
Right. And that was always the problem with, the, with that couple because we talked about that in another episode after show is you have an issue and you don't solve it. It doesn't go away. It becomes a box on the shelf and you can stack as many boxes as you want, but you're going to have an argument and everything's coming out. That time eight months ago when you were lost, it's like, oh my gosh, nothing will ever get solved. And that's why I think they blow up at the altar, but hopefully they got to work out afterwards. Yeah, they they both had the same problem. They just expressed it differently, and that's bad communication. Damien by overgeneralizing, and Giannina by not being as vocal as she should in the moment and waiting till it blows up into something completely insensitive that you now have to pick up the pieces from. So So you're saying they have similar energies? Damn, did I just prove your point? (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. Prove. I just... (laughs) Dang it. Well, to to wrap them up, do we think that they're going to ever make it back to the altar? I think so. I think there, there for that couple, there's that idea, the romantic side, the romanticization of marriage. So mm-hmm. I don't see them as like, oh, we're engaged for 25 years, you're asking. But I don't see why not. I'll be there that wedding. If you invite me, please invite me. I'll come out. I'll stand for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll officiate it too. Hey. <laughs> or we'll get Mike on it. Who <laughs> yeah, knows? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love the gig. Personally, I don't see them staying together Aww. long term. I think after... The publicity of the show dies down a little bit. I think that they also will just decide to maybe call it, you know, just go about their lives. Like, if I remember correctly, Giannina is like 25. She's, yeah, she's or, in her 20s. I mean, she's 25. I don't know if, like, the Chirons that we got were, like, accurate to when they filmed it or Fair. now. You know what I mean? I don't know if she's now 27 because it was a year and a half ago or whatever the case is. But I still feel like someone like her needs to explore some different relationships, get a little more experience. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there is a lot of healing that happens in relationships, so maybe he can help her become a person who doesn't self-sabotage as much. True. But I also think it's hard to, like, also do that work and then, like, I don't know. I, I, I At least from what I've seen in a lot of relationships, people will go through that process and then, like, be better for the next person. You know, sometimes yes. it's like hard to get past that hump with somebody. Yeah, sometimes you think you're you're it, but you're the person that trains them for the real person. Yeah, that Good happens luck, Chuck, so yeah. often. Yeah, sucks. It does suck. <laughs> well, let's check in with D. Uh, I was gonna say Dianina. Wow, Dianina. That's not even her name. <laughs> check in with Diamond and Carlton. Diamond, who's sporting a whole new look. Okay, we okay, almost Diamond. Didn't She's her. single too. I'm just saying. She is single. Yes, she is. Yes. Um, <laughs> Seeing Diamond and Carlton felt like a blast from the past, yeah. but in the best way because there was still a lot left unsaid with their storyline, and that was evident during this episode. Right. So this was an example of, like, everyone kind of picked their side watching the show. Well, Carlton's right because of this, and Diamond's right because of this, and that was, like, the one of the most explosive parts of the show. Even on our after show, we go, whoa, where did this come from? So here's a chance for them to clear the air, settle it for once and for all what that means. Um, but more importantly, I think Carlton uh, got a chance to basically cover i guess or like shield diamond for the hate a lot of it was kind of self-inflicted not so much of what he was or what he believed in but rather his lack of communication so i thought that was pretty cool in his part uh, i'm sure maybe you agree disagree about no. carlton because it was kind of awkward back then when they had the argument yeah no i agree with your take as well that i think i thought it was a good move of him to kind of stand up and take some of the heat off of uh diamond because there was a huge conversation online on social media and in our comments we see you guys yeah. weighing in on it as we were doing it as well in real time and it was a very heated conversation and i i think 
you know, hearing Diamond express herself again in this moment when, you know, they asked her, like, what would you have said differently and how she went about it? Right. Personally, I think in the moment she still handled it as best as she could. She did kind of update herself and say that she wishes she would, like, use better language in the moment. And to be... drink in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I will say he deserved it at that point when it <laughs> got thrown in his face. He called her the B word and was, like, knee deep into, like, roasting her at that point. Fair enough. When the conversation shouldn't have got there. Don't roast your wife, fiancés, y'all. Don't do not do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you got to come back from that at some point, right? So don't go too far. Um, but, yeah, just kind of clearing the air that she's not biphobic. And even with himself, you know, he said something about, like, kind of shattering that misconception that people who are bisexual are just out here like rabid dogs, like, spreading themselves and having no control over their sexual agency and how that's the furthest thing from the truth. True. And I think that also really needed to be said as well for the people who are, like, caping on his side it's like yes you you do want to support your brother in this lgbtq community yeah but also like having the self-awareness um and using it as like a teaching moment after doing going so far in the other direction i think was really smart yeah it was interesting how he said he was working on himself uh which can be very 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 laser focused or can be very very vague right when someone's i'm working on me like what does that really mean but he actually said that hey look I still have feelings for you, Diamond, and I still feel a certain way. Um, and I understand that his... We were talking about this um, before the show started, about his um, his journey and why yes. uh, it seems sometimes he kind of overstates... Not overstates, rapidly, repeatedly states his situation with Diamond and his, his uh, sexual history. And I was saying to myself, well, maybe because... If it's something that's different for him that he's insecure about, that's what he focuses on. Not necessarily the fact that it's this giant like strife and, and no one understands me or, or what I go through, but rather the short guy always feels like people don't like him because he's short. Or the person with like purple hair feels like no one likes him purple hair. So like I can see I Carlton's taking that and playing life on difficulty mode. But again, the way he did it was where you couldn't fully back him. Uh, because if someone's trying to see your side, what you don't do <laughs> is say, what's your problem? You know, and throw a ring out in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was not cute at all. Yeah. Um, it was very defensive. And, you know, they really had a tender moment um, during that the reunion, whether, you know, you choose to believe it or not. I'm still very much like, don't know what's scripted, what's not. But they did seem to really, like, accept each other's apology and have, like, a... Uh, just like an understanding about that it was not that it wasn't personal, but like just acknowledging that they were in a very unique situation. Yeah, and it probably like they probably if they had the chance to go back and do it differently, would have attacked it completely differently. He proposed friendship. I've <laughs> never seen that happen before in my life. Right? That me would freak either. me out. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what's what's wrong with you, fam? So you got an engagement ring just to be a friend, which yo know, Diamond accepted. She could have been like, "I'm good," but I'm glad that they're able to build that bridge. And yeah, it's a, it's a situation that the, this one here was very very unique. But the fact they have understanding is what really is the foundation of love, right? For sure. Um, I will say this though, like I totally I mentioned it earlier, but I totally totally understand why Diamond. Even after all that, it's still like, hey, I can't give you another chance romantically. Like, I'm just not there and I probably never will be because, I mean, for me, that would be really hard for me to come back from at this point, you know? What specifically would be hard for you to come back from? Just the the, the explosive conversation that they had, not even necessarily his sexuality, but just, I don't know, it's hard because, like, when you love somebody, you know, you're going to go through those ups and downs and fight and, like, a lot of things probably get said that you don't mean. True. But. That just begs the question, though. Can one argument really break that for you? I, I mean, I guess it depends on the argument. It, but putting myself in her shoes, yeah, I would probably say the same thing. Like, ah, I don't know, you called me the B word. You know, you, like, 
made derogatory comments about my appearance, especially as a woman, that is so hard to unhear. Like, mm-hmm. I would be so self-conscious about my hair around him yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just, I guess it takes being sure in yourself as well, but, like, I, I mean, I don't blame her. I guess I don't blame them either way, but I'm glad that it turned out that way. Um, Let's get into Barnett and Amber. Okay. Because, Am- man, shout out to Netflix for delivering such a spicy little teaser I, going into this. Yeah, it was the spiciest part of the show, for sure. It was, and I almost was, like, nervous to cover this because I was like, did we get all the juice in this clip? Because I was dying to see Amber acknowledge all the trifling moves that Jessica made behind her back during the show. Uh, look, we all know that Jessica is, was, and will always be a messica, but... <laughs> Amber had the high road. She was done. She got the guy. She won the game. But yeah, here's a chance for her to be like, I'm happy with my man. No, she brings herself down to the level of being like, I can't believe you are being so, and like pointing over there to the side of the ring. She had every right to say those things in private, but on the on the after show, on the reunion. What? Are you telling me? Why would she do that for the optics? Why, I disagree. why, why? No, because the, their whole relationship played out on camera. You think they're going to have a resolution off camera and that'd be enough? Everyone was civil but Amber. It didn't, I don't it think she was not being, not, being, not being civil. She like, dropped the B word. The same B word you said was bad that Carlton said. Yeah, but like that was her calling her shysty, and she deserved it. I can't win. I'm sorry, she <laughs> I did. Can't win. She did. I, I I totally felt like, okay, granted, the hate that has been coming towards Jessica on social media has been wild. Don't feed your dog's wine, by the way. Don't do that. Yeah, and also don't maybe don't drink as much as she did hey, on camera. Can't but not for that part. Um, it's like. I, I had a moment where scrolling through some serious tweets about her, I was like, man, this could be really bad like for her mental. Like I can see Absolutely. how watching this back would make you feel like crap. With that being said, she did like throw herself at another woman's fiance. I think as a woman, you have a right to check her. You're making and this- at least speak your piece. I felt like she didn't drag it. I honestly felt like she said everything so eloquently and she just expressed that like it was really disrespectful and hard for her to watch. Everybody there was talking about how hard it was for them to go through shit through things and I felt like yeah sh- share how you felt because I guarantee a lot of women who were probably on the Amber side of things were like girl speak yeah. for us you know what I mean yeah yeah look the, look, everyone coming after your fiance you have every right to be upset your family or your what you believe in always defend that to the end of the, end of the earth what I'm saying there's a way of saying things that were difficult uh, things that you disagree with or things that you didn't appreciate in a way that wasn't crass Amber looked like she was be- she already had won the fight but she's going to go at the oh Jessica, who's already knocked out, and do a couple more jabs in the side of the face. That's what it felt like to me. She ain't wrong, but it's like, dang, you the, got the dude. The reason why I don't have a problem with it is, one, I, I really feel like this is also the type of woman that Amber is. Like, she yes. doesn't, She's yes, not the type of woman yeah, to yeah. just be like, well, that was unfortunate. No, that girl speaks her mind, and I'm here for it. That tank mechanic, bro. I don't know. She got a, she got a sailor's <laughs> mouth, for all we know. And two, the reason why I also respect it is, again, because in situations like that, as much as like, yeah, I, I agree with her going after Jessica. I always say you got to go to your man first and figure out what's what. And they v- were very transparent about the fact that she had that conversation with him after having a conversation with Jessica when she when Jessica revealed that Barnett was talking about possibly getting married to her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just Amber did her due diligence by going to Barnett first, hashing it out, going through this whole experience. I mean, think about it. You found like. She didn't know all that stuff was going on in the moment. So right. to find out after the fact, I, I really felt like her reaction was justified then, too, because you're thinking things are playing out a certain way when they're really not. So she checked her man, and she checked the girl, and 
All she I'm won. saying is that poor, poor Lauren was like going, ooh, and poor Barnett was like scratching his temple like, yeah, that's my wife. I'll pick it. Just, it was awkward for all. It was, yeah, no, it was definitely <laughs> awkward. Even the host acknowledged it like, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. like. Subscribe Netflix. Uh, like, yeah. I, Vanessa threw it out to her. She's like, you know, you won. Like, you got the guy. She even said it verbatim. But I don't know. I feel like at this point, if Amber were to like, go on social media and start like a smear campaign about Jessica or harped on it any point past this, yeah. I would definitely agree that she might be taking it too far. Gotcha. Like, just enjoy your happiness at this point. But the petty in me is here for the having the last word. <laughs> the petty in me. I love it. It's <laughs> petty Betty. Okay. Petty Betty. Wow. Anything else we want to say about Brennan and no, Amber? No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, well, we, we do have to say that Jessica in that moment owned up to everything she apologized back to amber right um and initially i was like she's not gonna apologize to mark we did get that later yeah so that's he was, he was ready to be like messica strikes again messica um amber you know she did say it's gonna take her a while to <laughs> accept the apology but she accepts the intent yeah dude just <laughs> say you don't just say you don't like why are you like yeah okay i accept the intent of your apology you body some time Come on, man. It's like, hell no. Nah. Yeah. on. I was a little, I think that was a little saving face on her part to not look like, you know, as bad as you making her think. Uh, making okay. her look. Whatever. Do you need a hater? <laughs> I mean, okay. We, we, have, we have people that we don't like. Um, let's go ahead and get into Kelly and Kenny. Okay. Or we can do Jessica and Mark. Jessica and Mark. Let's do yeah. Jessica and Mark. Yeah, so we not? were just talking about them. Yeah. Jessica and Mark. Oh my God. Mark, why? Mark, man, Mark continues to be such a stand-up guy. Yep, and that doesn't win shows. Ask Kenny. Uh, this guy had every chance to be like, Jessica's not for me. I am a comp. People say that she didn't like Mark. I really think that Jessica did like Mark. She tried to make it work, but in the back of her head, she felt like Barnett was her soulmate and he was slipping away. I know the show was 15 days or a little bit less, but imagine that. You have, like, the best, like, silver bar, but there's, like, a gold bar across the street. You're going to look. And I feel that Mark got caught in the crossfire. But he really thought that over time, she'll give me a shot and you can make it work. I still love her. Thanks for the experiment, guys. It was great. You're like, bro, are you the blind one? Because she don't like you at all. (laughs) It was the recurring joke after the show. People slapping Mark is blind over the love is blind sign because poor guy. Um, but, But in saying that, though, like hearing him talk about it after the fact, I don't know if like it seems like he was just willingly being blind and not just, you know, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, he. Look, everyone talks about how Jessica felt in the beginning, saying, "I'm so old, I can't believe I'm doing it." But imagine you're Mark, right? You're 24 years old. You have the heart and soul of a troubadour, and you're like, <laughs> "I'm gonna go on the show to find love." And I'm sure everyone's like, "Bro, you're 24. Go out there, meet some people, try a bar, try that Tinder app." And he's like, "No, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this." And he finds someone. You know, if I was in the situation, I, I'll double down. I can't go back home and be like, yeah, it didn't work. I'm totally going to try it out. Because, frankly, I I went outside the norm of what was expected of me as a man and at that age to find love. And it's somebody who kind of sort of likes me. A little bit. Me. I don't know. I don't feel like you should ever be, like, kind of sort of on marriage. You, you need to be, like, yeah, all the way. Yeah, 15 days in, you got to decide whether you marry someone or not. <laughs> right. I mean, well, we know the process in itself is flawed anyway. And I think that goes without being saying. Yeah. Being said. Um, I did like that Mark had a moment where he did stand up for himself and his emotions throughout the process by saying, you know, I wish you would have told me you were still struggling with these feelings with Barnett. Um, I'm glad he verbalized Can't you verbalized that. Bro? Like, but, uh, but also, yes, 
Sorry, I just no, ah, I just, just these parties. Every scene, you're just she's drinking to talk to you. You had to recreate the pod date to even get someone. I, I got. <laughs> I want to pop hey. a vein, y'all. Mark, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, well, like even just the fact that he said that, it makes me wonder if. Like, she was reassuring him every single time that they weren't on camera because the times that we caught them on camera, we either get Jessica by herself saying, like, this isn't working for me, and then her telling him, like, oh, the age thing. But she only let Barnett's name slip once when she was drunk. Right. That he was so hot. I would have, if I was Mark, taken that as, like, the red flag of all red flags to look into that a little more. Um, Yeah, it just makes me wonder why those conversations weren't happening. Because even the morning after... He told her, yeah, that was just disrespectful that you said that. But there was no follow-up as to, like, was that actually, like, you know, some truth you were speaking? Are there still feelings there for him? I don't know if that was edited out, but that was a conversation that needed to be having. Look, people, human beings are are not, like, like, fortresses, right? I'm sure that stuff would have leaked out in the parties when the guys broke off, the bachelor parties. It has to be some kind of thing like, yo, man, what's up with your wife or your fiancé? That would have come across at some point. Because the, the girls knew. The girls knew at the bachelorette party that, that she was going out there and talking out of her face being like, Barnett's so cute or whatever. I don't think there's not one person that would say, hey, Mark, I'm not sure if she's on board 100%. But why? Aren't they all friends? They're all friends, but I mean, I think all the you know when you are in a situation where you are have like the toilet paper on your shoe or you got the, the stank breath. Someone will come and say, drop a hint, make a joke, something you could pick up on that's at the person or not the person in the center. But I feel like everyone is either were super silent or he didn't read any signs. Dang, yeah. Well, then that makes Messica even seem even more like sinister. That she was really like harboring the secret, and it, it makes her look even more shisty, to use Amber's word, okay. to not be forthright about her feelings, but then use every little moment that she could to tell Barnett that on the slide. Like that wasn't cool either. Yeah. It was disrespectful to their relationship and her own. Yeah, this is the thing we struggle with. We have these feelings are they're primal, they're carnal, but at the same time we're raised a certain way, so we want to look like we are respectful, that we're polite. But a lot of times it'd be a lot easier to say exactly what you want up front. Agreed. Let's move right along to Kelly and Kenny. Man, as you said earlier, Kelly really emerged as like the secret villain of this season when she shocked all of us by saying no to Kenny at the altar. Yeah. But what was even more shocking was on this reunion show, she said that they had mutually decided it was going to be an I don't before they ever made it that far. And and like, wow, to the editing, because we didn't get that. Yeah, I really <laughs> felt like it was a, if it's going to be a mutual thing, probably super close to the, the actual wedding or something. So I look at, at Kelly and I go, the the male, maybe fantasy narrative, when we talk in our locker rooms and hang with the boys, we say, you know what? All these ladies want good guys, but they don't want good guys. And we saw this uh, play out here. Here's a chance of somebody who checks all the boxes that we talked about before in the earlier show, and Kelly said no. It makes you to believe, okay, if Kenny's not the guy, who is? And well, we, we found didn't out check one out. box. We, yeah, <laughs> we found out today yeah. what she was looking for wasn't that. Right. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I I mean... Again, I'm going to have to say maybe it was the editing because I really felt like she wasn't being as transparent about her feelings um, as we would have liked. Like everything she said tonight or on this reunion show, rather, um, I wish we would have seen more of those like honest conversations beforehand. Um, It just, again, makes me so happy for Kenny that he turned out okay. But also, again, like I hope I mean, he did say that he learned a lot from it. And I hope that if he 
gets to this point again with somebody and he feels like it's that I don't don't put your family through that again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if they really did have that conversation, then why did he go up there and say, I have no you know? idea. That, maybe that is a reality show, reality show. And, but I, poor Kelly, man, because maybe it was self-sabotage in the case of like a Janina was. I mean, that next person that she stays with that decides that she marries, you got to say like, he has to be something super special. What is she looking for? Something strictly physical or a certain type, a certain build? She did say on the show that she's a bad picker. Yeah, she did. And her friends confirmed it. Yeah, which is so, so uh, cold. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> it was, I mean, hey, I stand a self-aware queen, you know? Yeah. Um, good luck to her, as she is still single. Are you a bad picker? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I think I am, actually, as well. Let me not throw too much shade. I just abstain. I don't pick anything. Yeah, just walk around. <laughs> not for long. Maybe somebody should pick you and hop in the DM. What? Please follow me. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have to wrap pretty soon. So oh, let's we are go ahead. <laughs> I know. We only got a couple, like two more minutes left. Got it. Um, let's really quickly talk about my favorite couple. Maybe not your favorite couple, Lauren and Cameron. Let's do it. Lauren and Cameron are obviously living the fairy tale dream right now. They are like America's favorite couple. They just, yeah, like they give me all the feels. Like they really embody this experiment. They went into it just, I, I mean, I feel like now I'm just like hyping them up. Please, but please hype them <laughs> just, up more. Well, what, what about them specifically? Because I, I think you are representing most of America. And most of America loves this couple. But why? Is it the fact that uh, Cameron is super sensitive or the fact that Lauren has that wish fulfillment of being the career focused woman who found the right guy and had that weird date in the woods and be okay with being the wife? Is it the fact that they're interracial? Is it 2020? The fact they were successfully together? What's the, the I, hook? I think you hit a lot of it, maybe except the, the woods part. Um, just, yeah, like, <laughs> As a as a black single female, I related to a lot of the things that she could, you know, that she was saying. And I think women in general can understand, like, after being single for so long, that adjustment period of, you know, now becoming us, not right. just me. And that's that's a really big thing. And just how open she was about the process all the way through, you know, the way that Cameron was unrelenting in his love and support for her through that journey to kind of get there. Yeah. Um, it just it makes you believe in love. It makes you believe that, like, regardless of the circumstances, like, if you are a a well-adjusted person, right, open to love, mm -hmm. and you know, really just being all in, you you can make something really beautiful happen. Great. <laughs> I just take notes Flobo. look look i'm sorry I, jennifer the, the, the booth i'm just saying look uh, props to them congratulations i'm a wedding dj so i need marriages to go to because oh I, I have to work but i just feel like this couple here are like it's like unicorns on unicycles they're super rare that everyone's going to ascribe so celebrate to, it it's going to ascribe to be that and that's not possible cameron is an alien lord is an alien too they're just that perfect coming together i don't think that's it's going to be like that it's going to be a lot more work it's going to be a lot more of an amber and barnett thing in real life than lauren and cameron well, still, with that being said, those two are still together. Both couples. No one's standing Amber Barnett like they're doing Lauren and Cameron on the interwebs. Well, you know, you know. because <laughs> it's like, it's. I said this off camera, like, I think Lauren said Sierra's Prayer. Because it's like she got her Russell Wilson. I know, you know, people watching our show who knows that couple, you'll understand what I'm getting at here. And I just, I'm so happy for them. You know, they shared an update that their families are now blended. And they're really, you know, don't forget this is a year and change out yeah. from 
when they actually did say I do to each other. So it's good to hear that they're still going strong. Got a fur baby. Yeah. They got a fur baby, which was so cute. <laughs> I almost like like was scared for Cameron when he said he didn't want a woman who had a dog. I was like, bro, what's what's going on? What's wrong with that? Dogs are great. I guess. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for them. I see them actually going the distance. I and, bet like, America is too. Starting a family together. Oh, was oh. there a baby's Drake or Barack Obama? Saying <laughs> the baby was like one of those. Um, before we get out of here, I, I quickly want to talk about some of the surprise moments of yeah. this episode. Yeah. What WTF? Who knew that Amber and Carlton went on a date together? Diamond and Barnett did. Lauren and Damien and Lauren and Kenny. Yeah. Like, well, well, it seems to me that Lauren is like the most like charismatic person in that entire show. So right. I, I can totally tell people like, yo, she's dope, bro. Pod number seven. I get that. But, <laughs> but like Diamond, I, wow, that was the, the one that had knocked me over. Like, oh, I guess she was out there too. Diamond. Yeah. And Diamond even said that Mark was cute. Like she was feeling him too. I was, it, it, the possibilities are endless of like how this show could have been different right. had some pairings worked out versus others. Yeah, I agree. That would be a whole different show. Definitely would be. Um, but I'm glad that it turned out the way it did. Um, you know, Amber now has a job so we can, you know, Barnett's not hurt. His pockets aren't hurting too bad anymore. She did mention she's a cocktail waitress now. Jessica now, you know, she went, she said that she went home for a while to Chicago to be with her family and kind of work through the emotions of the show. Absolutely. But she's now out here in LA dating, living life. Girl, if you want to come on our opera show and, you know, defend yourself, <laughs> we'd love to have you. I would be nice and like respectful. I don't know about my co-hosts. I like you. We'd try. <laughs> we'd try. Okay, yeah, I'm totally not being honest. But um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like this is the biggest update we're going to get from these couples unless you follow them on social media. True. Um, do you have any last words about the show? And Season two has to happen. I'm not sure how it's going to be different, but I think you started a whole different set of conversation Netflix, whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> so yeah. I'm here for season two. Yeah, I, I have to say the same. I'm really excited to season two, see season two. I think they hit gold with this type of show because it it brought out such a visceral reaction from fans. And think about it, in a space where, a space and time where there are so many other reality TV shows out there, specifically dating ones, to have this kind of a splash and impact is, it says a lot. Yeah. Like, kudos to Netflix. Kudos. Um, I don't know if they're going to keep Nick and Vanessa Lachey going forward. I don't know how necessary they really are. Yeah. We'll but, do it. Why not? Uh, We'll be here. I mean, I know that I want to come back and recap this with you guys. It's been such an amazing journey. Um, or maybe I'll get in a pod. Who knows? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to have to watch that. <laughs> you go, Christine. We'll switch seats and you can talk about me. Just don't throw any shade, okay? Uh, uh, can't no promises. But find your Cameron. Woo! You know what? I'll take a Cameron. Um, I'll take a chocolate Cameron, too. I don't a care. I don't discriminate. Like, I just Cameron. want that kind of guy. Okay. Petty Betty, I love it. Betty Betty over here signing <laughs> off. Trouble no. Cameron. Trouble Cameron. <laughs> Trouble Cameron. I love it. That is great. All right, guys. It has been so real recapping Love is Blind with you all. Um, Flobo, let's get out of here and tell people where they can find you. If you want to slide in my DMs, you can follow me at Flobo Voice on Twitter, at Flobito on Instagram, and Flobito.com. All the things Flobito. And if you want to keep up with me, Christine Alexis, you can keep up with me on Twitter, at Christine Bean with three E's, and on Instagram, at Christine I Alexis. Thanks so much. And love is blind? Sometimes. Sometimes. We'll see. Bye. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.